podcast a bi-monthly show brought to you by freeform freakout and foxy digitalis the show is produced at the kmsu studios in mankato here in the foxy podcast show we try to dig deeper into underground and experimental sounds of the past and present i'm your host david and uh, we got a special show this week we are joined by our good friend chris berry from soft abuse records who has made it down what three years running i believe and uh, he's here I essentially just hand over the show to him, and he can play whatever he wants, <laughs> <laughs> and that's fine by me. So, uh, welcome, Chris. Uh, thanks for coming down on possibly one of the hottest days of the summer. <laughs> Good to be back. Yes, and uh, so we're going to be spinning just stuff from your collection, and we have to talk probably a little bit about soft abuse at some point yeah. mid-show. And um, I have I, a few uh, teaser tracks. Yeah, yeah, that. upcoming things. But you also brought down, and I don't know if I want to spill the beans yet, but some uh, interesting pumice stuff. Yes. And, uh, anybody who's tuned in to either the podcast or the regular show know, knows that I'm a pretty big pumice fan. So I'm, I'm actually psyched 
by what you brought, by what I've already scoped out over there. <laughs> so, uh, but we started off with uh, some Bill, Bill Fay, who actually surprisingly has a brand new record out. Yep, coming so. uh, this month, I think. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard any of it, but I heard it's uh, cheesy and um, amazing, and in the best ways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both words. The good and cheese. The best ways. Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm, I'm curious. But this here is actually sort of a compilation. Uh, it almost looks like a bootleg, but it was an official release. It's r- yeah, it's real. It's a um, home recording demo studio outtake uh, collection called From the Bottom of an Old Grandfather Clock. And um, when his records got reissued, I, don't, been, <laughs> I was going to say a couple of years. I was probably like seven years ago. I know, ago it's been a while. Point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Long time. Uh, 10 years ago, whatever it was. Um, I liked them. I got them and liked them, but it wasn't really until I got that CD that oh, really, really yeah. kind of sealed the deal. But that song, um, Drag City did a record too called Tomorrow, Tomorrow, and Tomorrow. That's right. That's and right. that song is on that record, but it's a different version with like synth. And um, I, I prefer this version because of the way the vocal lines Kind yeah. of, it's like scratch vocals, but they intersect in a really weird way and in a really cool way. The, the fade out is on, almost Lennon-esque. T- yeah, in a, in a very sense. Lennon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but cool stuff. <laughs> but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna jump into some stuff here again. I I don't really know where we're going, but all I have is this first track queued up. Uh, a record from a band called X Wave. What's the scoop on X Wave? They are uh, from Australia, um, kind of part of the Breakdance the Dawn oh, scene. Yeah. yeah. So uh, no barbecue and all the Mura and all those bands. Uh, so they're kind of tangentially related to that stuff. Yeah. So um, this track is called uh, Sweet Love off a record called Cities on Flame. Pretty a, brand new record, isn't just it? Just came out. Yeah. Well, let's hear it. This is, again is X-Wave. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> 
there from uh, a record called Love Back by Force we heard Spending Time reissue obviously from What's Your Rupture when did that come out? Um, the reissue came out this year but I think it was um, 79 or 80 
the original LP release. Original, yeah, yeah re- released by the band on their label called Alien Records. Some, yeah, some sweet uh, percussion there. <laughs> I'm, I'm wondering what they used. It sounded <laughs> yeah. like a plastic bucket or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, longtime favorite of the show, Kraus, New Zealand fave. We heard uh, Pangs of Lorna from a seven inch of his that came out recently too right yeah i think last year was that a lathe that uh or was it just a standard that's a real one yeah it's but um i don't know i didn't see a lot of a lot of reviews or anything for that one Mm -hmm. it's it's a great single i i think i'm totally biased but i think everything he does is worth your time and money is that's a good that's a particularly good one yeah is uh pat doing anything are those guys doing anything with olympus or is that still kind of on hiatus or something i don't know they actually live together now so it's possible Um, i haven't heard anything some live-in wood shedding (laughs) some major olympus stuff going down (laughs) there that's right yeah um uh, another track uh factrix another that's another reissue too right we heard yeah. uh, over my shoulder and out of my life from shine tot i believe <laughs> is the the name from superior viaduct yeah that's san fran san fran music. yeah that's a new reissue i could never track down the original so i settled for, gladly settled for that one um <laughs> and saved yourself some money saved myself present. some money uh great band i actually learned about them through Aquarius Records. Oh, okay. Um, Again, I'd say a couple years ago, but it was probably 10 years ago. (laughs) There was a a double CD Factrix collection Mm -hmm. that Aquarius was kind of pushing, and I bought it, and no regrets. Yeah. Uh, So I'm happy to get you know the album as it was intended as well. I slowly picked up on some of that San Fran punk kind of synth punk stuff too i mean crime and all that i yeah found out about years after the fact but that that was cool fat tricks i brought some other uh <laughs> actually brought a sleepers single oh did San you friend really? synth okay. punk yeah yeah so maybe i'll play that later uh we also heard uh vincent over the sink uh that was a seven inch that came out on kai records last year another aussie band mm-hmm. they're great and what was what was the other group that the dude was in um had some stuff out on Night People, and I oh. can't think of it. Hopkins and uh, we shouldn't bring these things up when we don't <laughs> know them. Let's just move on. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> I'm shaking my head. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we, brand new Willie Lane, and this record uh, got the nice tip of the tongue nod from David Keenan over at uh, Volcanic Tongue. Mm-hmm. That was an epic. Uh, guitar scorcher there <laughs> yeah. from from the best name of the year guitar army of one great artwork too great cover yeah great yeah photo. he's one of those guys that's kind of under the radar i mean and i i think the last time one of the times i think you played something when you were down yeah and we were talking how there's Seven inch. definitely parallels to like steven smith or yulon cool oh for sure um yeah but, kind of the epic guitar instrumental yeah um yeah this Willie Lane is, I don't know, he's really young. I mean, he's mm-hmm. been around for a while and he was young then. He's probably in mid 20s now. Yeah. But he's uh, he's awesome. I mean, he's mainly known for playing with Matt Valentine and Eric right. Elder. But um, I prefer his solo stuff. And he's got a good CDR from a couple of years ago, too. That's good. Really worth it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have to, I'm, 
I'm going to have to get that record for yeah. sure. And at the top of the set, again, we heard from X-Wave, uh, a track called Sweet Love. You you had mentioned that that final track, the Tronics one, came out on their Alien imprint. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess there's my segue into the next album, right. Alien, from Alien. Uh, Jim McCarthy, member of the Fugs. This is an ESP disc release. Um, and you said it was his, the only LP release that he put out. As far as I know, uh, it's at least his debut. <laughs> so yeah. we're safe saying that. But uh, And I think it was at the end of the Fugs, or it might have been at the you know towards the end. But I think the Fugs were already over yeah, by the time this was cut. I haven't. What was the year of this release? I, I guess I can grab the, the jacket oh, here. 72, I 72? think. 72, okay, yeah. And, and you said uh, this is the... Uh, this is sure to clear the dance floor <laughs> at any right. local establishment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I played this recently. Uh, Clint from Distill Records and I were <laughs> playing some records at a show and uh, managed to cl- keep the room nice and clear. <laughs> and this is, uh, <laughs> this, was a this is one that, that kind of had a running for the door. So <laughs> well, I hope you all enjoy. <laughs> yeah. With that being said, here's Jim McCarthy with In Search of an Audience. I went out in search of an audience to witness murder. Nobody heard of Then you shot me Full of lead You put a bullet Through my head You made me feel like I was dead But I knew that it was you instead So I continued dreaming I came upon a heather And the weather was feeling so fine I thought I must be dreaming Cause the faces I saw were sublime Struck me like a whip. I felt so suicidal that I thought I would flip. But I sailed away on your blueberry ship, and the nightmare was over. The new moon was arriving with a clarity few people. Which led me to my thoughts about my feelings about my old friend Otis He was satisfied man with his songs And when the band played they could do no wrong They sold it didn't take them too long But they passed on so early It seems to 
Okay, we just uh, heard from that uh, San Francisco synth-punk group, Sleepers, from a 7-inch of theirs. That was track Fury, right? And that we were saying that was from that original wave of San Fran synth-punk, probably early yeah. 80s, right? Yeah, kind of acid-damaged, weirdo punk. Uh, and the singer, Ricky Williams, from that band was in Flipper and Toiling Midgets, and he named Flipper. Um, <laughs> that's his claim to fame. Yeah. He was kind of everywhere and nowhere at the same time. As These guys kind said, were they kind of uh, playing on the periphery of uh, uh, what am I thinking? Chrome. I mean, I don't know. Would that be that be same, same time era? Def- yeah. yeah, there was a ton of stuff. And actually, this other label that redid that reissued the Factrix record is doing a, uh, reissuing a lot of stuff from that era. Like oh, okay. German this band German Shepherds that I've kind of been curious to hear but haven't you know haven't been able to afford the 50 dollars yeah, seven inch yeah. so um <laughs> uh barely afforded the sleepers record yeah right? yeah it's, i i really love that song so um some kind of dreamy pop stuff we heard a new new thing from lower dens uh from an lp or i guess it's 12 inch uh new tropics we heard alphabet song the go-between some uh Great down under pop uh, go betweens from their uh, Spring Hill Fair LP. The old way out was a track we heard. Another good uh, seven inch single from Animals and Men, uh, kind of from that same era yeah, of DIY. British, yeah, yeah, British DIY. Uh, that one, um, it's funny they had a Mesthetics collection CD yeah, that yep. um, I used to have and subsequently sold to Henry Rollins on <laughs> eBay. <laughs> I've heard he's a he's he buys a ton of music. Yeah. Hank is supporting. Yeah. A lot of weird, you know, big Wolf Eyes American mm-hmm. tapes collector. Uh, he bought a lot of that era DIY stuff from me. Yeah. But this years ago. But um I never really liked the C D and then um my girlfriend bought there's a collection record that came out and uh, I was obsessed with it and tracked down some of the singles. So that was, um, I think, their second 7-inch yeah. Terraplane okay. fixation. And then kind of a, a kind of very obscure group from New Zealand, we heard Surface of the Earth. And this came out on Fusitron back when they were based out of Minneapolis and now in New York, right. uh, Chris Freeman's label. Um, what was the scoop on this uh, group again? I, I don't know much for specifics about them. I don't know. I think they were kind of involved with, um, I might be completely wrong, but I think they were, they, uh, some of them were in K group and omit and okay. dust and so, some of those bands kind of the, um, in my mind, they're linked to a band called Doramar, but I don't know if they really are yeah. because Fusetron also put that out. So, um, uh, yeah, it's a good I was telling you, uh, Zach Sally from Low actually loaned me that record. Yeah. Um, and I borrowed it for a year and, and didn't want to give it back. And I gave it back and finally got my own copy. So <laughs> it's a Tracked cool, it nice little staticky drone. Yeah. Record. And then going back to the top of the set, we heard that dance club hit uh, from Jim McCarthy <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> in search of an audience from his Alien LP. And uh, now we're going to switch gears. We're going to get into some of this pumice stuff and i'll let you set this up because um this is some very very rare material that we have (laughs) in the studio here with us today and if you want to share how you got a hold of all of it that'd be sure great yeah so i got a a package from stefan of uh, his mother passed away recently and she'd been sick for a while um and i guess in the process of cleaning out her house 
he came across all these records and CDs and everything. And I guess, you know, he had given her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like to think, you know, if it were my mom knowing she probably would have never played it. So <laughs> yeah. it's, it is also possible that they're all the first time. Yeah. Uh, that they were played is at my house, but, um, that was a pretty amazing day for me. I'm, you know, a uh, huge pumice fan, uh, have a lot of stuff that's pretty ra- you know, rare. Um, not a lot of copies exist. Uh, but this stuff I never thought I would ever even see much less own. So yeah. it was pretty cool to, to get that. Um, so he sent me a couple of seven inch lathes, um, a couple of CDRs, early days CDRs, um, and his first ever release, which we're, we'll hear first, it's a cassette called Yi Jun uh, from 1994 on a label called Plop. Yeah. And I don't know the story with Plop, if that was pre Stabbies in the Rocket, if that was yeah. just him, or I'd, I'm, I'm not sure. I know there were, there's like a, armpit release on plop also or something or or clayton noon release so um they were active (laughs) yeah yeah that time but um i mean these guys this he had to been like a teenager at this time yeah young guy yeah he was probably trying to think i guess yeah he must have been maybe 20 okay yeah I forgive me, Stefan, if I've got that wrong. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's this stuff. I think is is amazing, Um, and any fan of pumice will will be happy to hear it. Finally, we'll take some pictures too and throw these up on the blog so you can see what they look like. Yeah, some some of of course great artwork. Yeah, some of his early artwork and comic stuff. But uh, should we jump into this first one again? This is from his first tape the track that we're going to play is called dare Yeah. 
head Spits out sun he never had Makes burgers as short as my wheel of thoughts You can't go wrong with a weird crab A dead crab She said, she said, she said Charity. 
Some uh, new or forthcoming Mad Nana, the uh, Australian group. And I, I played something from them on the last podcast show. I, they're, what's their connection to, what's the cassette label? Albert's Basement, right? Isn't the dude that yeah. runs that? Yeah, it's um, Michael Zulicki that runs Albert's Basement. Is He's kind of the, man, yeah, yeah. Main, main voice in Mad Nana, literally main voice. <laughs> he is the Mad Nana himself. <laughs> If that's what well, you get, <laughs> it's a band, but he's yeah. the main uh, main person, yeah. singer and guitar player. So tell us uh, that the track is called "My Two Kids." This is from a forthcoming seven-inch release right. uh, due out a couple months from now, probably September. Okay, yeah. Um, but the, 
so it's kind of funny the the same two songs and different versions are going to be coming out as a seven inch on the on the label Unwucked. that's a german label that's oh, yeah. doing a, a lot of the bill Durine reissues and they did some stuff with um this label great dividing uh oh, they did okay. like a great dividing compilation but um but the songs will be reversed, so that song will be the B-side on the others. It's like kind of a companion release. Okay, I was wondering if yours is more of a, a, a United States release pressing, or what was the difference? No. So the sides switch, and it's actually different recordings of the songs. Okay, okay. And a lot of their songs get re-released over time. Like yeah. some, some of them on tapes, uh, and actually that song is on the that record on Negative Guest List. Yeah. But it, you wouldn't you would barely recognize yeah. it from that version it's, so it's, it's sort of the jan deck thing right? <laughs> yes. you know songs p- pop up in different versions over right. multiple albums yeah. so and i know that comparison's been th- uh, thrown out there in reference to mad mm-hmm. nana for yeah. sure and then we have something from the minneapolis duo Murr, who you have a new album coming out by uh, very soon full-length lp and this is they've only had like a tape or two right right so this is actually a reissue of their tape that oh, they okay, did themselves yeah. um and it's been remastered sounds i mean it's like night and day to the tape which i love the tape um but this one is a lot more clear um in a good way you know it doesn't lose a lot of the essence of what uh, what i like about the tape so and we should maybe reference or may, uh, mention too that uh Murr is a duo as i said it was jackie who's in broodheart who plays violin or viola viola yeah and uh andy who's in mother of fire and he if plays you do, drums if you get a chance to see them live they're they're phenomenal they're amazing Heavy. And they've actually added a third player oh really uh, yeah so and they're actually going on tour which mm-hmm. i should mention they're going on tour um and about 10 days they leave and they're doing east coast and coming back um new york philly portland maine okay. and pittsburgh it's all on my website all the dates okay we'll maybe put a link to that for yeah. people yeah definitely check out Murr. they're heavy it's sort of this uh new version of black sabbath yeah. <laughs> without being black sabbath yeah. you know, it's just awesome with a, a viola with a viola yeah <laughs> Picture and, that. But, yeah. And then another new thing that you have coming out, this is uh, Nathan Bowles uh, from an album called A Bottle and a Buckeye. Is this a cassette release that you're doing or is no, this also an LP? it'll be CD LP. Okay. Um, and that'll be out in October is the plan. And uh, Nathan had played in the Black Twig Pickers, if I'm not mistaken, right? Right. Okay. So he's in that. He still is a member of the, right. the Twig Pickers. Um and he also uh, was in a later version of Pelt mm-hmm. with Jack Rose, and they did those Black Twig Pickers records with Jack Rose as well. And he's done records with Charlie Parr, um, who's a Minnesota, Minnesota known person, at yeah. least. Um, and he also was in Pigeons. So he, oh, he was really? Yeah, yeah, he was the, that's how I met him uh, last spring. Um, I went down to Florida, where I'm from, and. Um, for my birthday and followed pigeons around a little and saw him in new orleans and and we're talking pigeons the band he just didn't walk right. around with following pigeons yeah, right. you know just <laughs> <laughs> yeah the band pigeons <laughs> um but yeah we met at uh there and um i he's an, an amazing he was playing drums with pigeons and he was playing drums with uh d charles spear solo that was the mm-hmm. tour um solo songs and um yeah he's great and 
this phenomenal banjo player. Yeah. Uh, you can kind of do it, do everything. So. Yeah. That, I mean, the track that you played is maybe quite different than much of the rest of the album, m- yeah, more of a just standard uh, banjo picking album. In right. it, but there's a sort of a dark shades and stuff within that. Yeah. It's, it's a good album though. Yeah. It's kind of a uh, straddles the line of, between like kind of avant-garde more avant-garde mm-hmm. stuff like that song and like traditional old time right, type right. music which is it's kind of a, a new direction for you i mean this is i don't think you've ever put out a record that really has sort of that overtly americana feel to no. it yeah so. it's uh yeah especially at a time when everybody's doing synth records yeah yeah <laughs> um it's i'm not trying to make a statement or anything by doing a banjo record but um, yeah uh i just you know it it helps that i know nathan and really we get along very well and sweet guy um but i think the record is also stellar and right and so i'm i feel pretty lucky to to put that out Mm -hmm. and then in front of that we heard four tracks all from separate releases of all that very very early very limited edition stuff from pumice i'll just kind of quickly rattle through what they're from and then if you want to fill in the gaps sure. uh, at the end there we heard it was called tuber clue oh sister from platter one most of these were from stabby's uh stefan's own label. label yeah you know it's very like i would say 50 or less the additions here these lathe cuts yeah um in front of that we heard i am from a release uh 19496 which is an eight inch uh lathe cut and then weird crab holy soldier a seven inch lathe and then going back to the very top was that cassette release and put some photographic evidence of the uh the pumice material there that you got so check that out and i don't know there was more even that you know just for time constraints we didn't yeah didn't go too overboard with everything so <laughs> that's right there's some that didn't get played in the picture but but be on the lookout there yeah might, that, Next that stuff time. could that's seep right. out that's right. at some time but <laughs> But we also have here, um, you just released a rec- uh, record from Stephen R. Smith, Yulon Marcour, uh, within the last couple months. Great record. And, you know, we we should probably be playing something from that. We right. and I did last show, so if you want to listen to I've something, I've seen it pop up here yeah. and there. <laughs> <laughs> but we're actually fortunate enough here. We have brand new stuff that you just got, you said, yesterday. Right. <laughs> from Stephen. Right. And some demos that he's been working on the last six months that will be debuted. I I got the okay uh, to play this. And um, none of the songs have titles. By the time this actually is released, it may be vastly different or might not even be on the next record. (laughs) Who knows what the, yeah. um, But it's, this one is kind of moving even in a much different direction than the last record, which kind of sounded like Oolong Cole. Uh, but different. And right. this is, sounds like Ulan Markor, but different. But it's still Ulan Markor, if that yeah. makes sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so we'll play this and maybe squeeze in one more track before the end of the show. So yeah. again, this is uh, some unreleased Ulan Markor.
he 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 and he and he and and he and he and he and and as and as he and as he and he he is and as he is and as he is and he is he is and as he and he and as he is and he all right we are uh officially finishing up here with a track from Bill Orcutt, a uh, cassette release that he put out on his own uh, label. Uh, the, the album is called Why Does Everybody Love Free Music But Nobody Loves Free People. Great title. Love that. <laughs> For, selling pretty much at live shows, you were saying, right? Yeah, I think it was a limited thing that's we'll see a vinyl release in the next couple at of years. At some or point, yeah. yeah. And then a couple more tracks in front of that. We heard Mimi and Richard Farina uh, from an album of theirs. Uh, called Celebration for a Gray Day. We heard Hamish. And then that unreleased, uh, I guess, demo material from Yulan Marcour. Very kind of spacey and funky. A little Floydy. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) New direction for him. So looking forward to see how that pans out over a new record. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, that's going to be our time for this week. Uh, Thanks so much, Chris, for... uh, enduring the heat and making (laughs) your way down thanks for having me as always yeah and next summer again yes i'll be back but uh if you have any questions for me you can shoot me an email at fffreakout at hotmail.com otherwise you can check back in a few weeks Uh, i can tell you three maybe two to three weeks we're going to be doing a feature with uh on on orange milk records with uh, keith rankin and uh looking forward to talking to him a great label and uh check back soon